It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you grow your e-commerce business faster and more efficiently by cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and guidance from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello, Master Plan World. Awesome to have you listening in. Welcome to the third podcast in our 2019 e-commerce Master Plan Growth Series, sponsored by Omnisend, the all-in-one marketing automation platform that empowers e-commerce marketers to boost sales with omnichannel tools. We've got a very varied selection for you this year. I know you're going to find it really useful, so make sure you listen to them all. There's 10 in total, numbers 191 to 200 on the podcast. And for those of you who don't know, I'm Chloe Thomas. I'm the creator of the e-commerce master plan. I'm an author, speaker and advisor, and I focus on solving your e-commerce marketing problems. If you have an e-commerce problem you would like my help solving, then head over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash solve to find out more. I know we get a lot of new listeners finding us during these shows. So if you're new, these are a great place to start. And if you head over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast, you'll also find a link to our top 10 most listened to episodes of all time, which is a great way to start delving into the back catalogue. Today's episode is the first retailer interview of the series. And in this episode, we get a masterclass in e-commerce growth from one of Australia's cleverest e-commerce brains, covering a whole host of topics, including conversion rate optimization, remarketing, SEO and abandoned cart. Quite frankly, do you need the rest of the episodes? Um, well, look, before I introduce you to our guest, we should really hear a bit about our sponsor, as without them, this series would not be possible. Are you looking to increase your sales without a lot of extra work? Omnisend's email and SMS marketing automation platform is tailor-made for e-commerce businesses like you. It's got everything you need to start making more sales immediately, including one-click integrations with the major e-commerce platforms and super easy migration from your existing email marketing platform. They even have award-winning all-human 24-7 customer support who will help you out in under six minutes. No more trying to get past the chatbot. Omnisend is trusted by over 70,000 e-commerce brands and me. Yes, we run our email marketing on the Omnisend platform. Ready to join us? Well, sign up for a free account at ecmp.info forward slash Omnisend and use the code masterplan2022 to save 15% on paid plans when you need them. I'm really excited to be chatting with Dave Diamond today. He is the e-commerce brains behind several different businesses in Australia. Originally, he was the founder of Colour Blocker, which is a source of drop-shipped products for sellers. In 2014, he founded Zoomi, growing it to a seven-figure turnover and to be Australia's number one electronics interest-free retailer. He recently sold his interest in Zoomi, and he's now working with a number of e-commerce businesses, including CactusWatches.com, who are Australia's favourite kids' watch brand. Wow, we're going to have a lot of different things to talk about because I've barely scratched the surface of Dave's experience in that intro. So hello, Dave. Hey, Chloe. How are you going? Thanks so much for having me. I'm so pleased to have you on here. So thanks for agreeing to do, do the interview. Now, I've given our listeners... Just, I always say it's a very quick overview, but today it's like I've, there's so much I've missed out in your intro. It's it's insane, um, and I know you're up to so many different things. But just tell us a bit more about you. Tell us a bit more about your e-commerce journey, and explain to us how you got started off in e-commerce in the first place, if you would, please. 
Sure. Well, um, yeah, I think it's, uh, well, probably about 15 years ago. I was in the ad industry for quite a while um, as a creative director, so um, involved in design and copywriting, um, and then decided to get out of the ad land and travel around South America for quite a while. Um, And on returning, was unemployed but started having a look at what was going on in the flash group deal spot sites um, and noticed that products were slowly coming onto the deals. They were quite boring products. Um, and I was always one to like, you know, scour the webs for cool new items and uh, decided that maybe this could be a way for me to jump into the online space and potentially sell items sourced from China. Um, so I ended up actually finding some, finding a couple of cool products that would cost me around a dollar or so, um, made of silicon and could be sold for around $10 and shipped in an envelope. Nice. Um, and that's what happened. I ended up setting up a website called Color Blocker. Um, I'm actually colorblind, which has uh, been a bit of a tricky situation. But, um, <laughs> that's cool. um, I'm, I'm impressed you made it in both Adland and with a business called Color Blocker. If you are colorblind, that's that's seriously impressive. Yeah, I know. Don't ask me about it, but um, I still uh, have to use um, codes with everything I do. Um, Anyway, so yeah, set up Color Blocker, um, tried out pretty much every single e-commerce platform under the sun. Mm -hmm. I'm a total sucker for trials. Um, You know, so we went from OpenCart to Magento to Press the Shop to you name it. Um, And uh, yeah, eventually we had Color Blocker, which was a brand that um, was essentially about curating cool, colourful, unique and useful products that were affordable um, for people in Australia to purchase. Um, nice. and, so, and that's what uh, it was about. And so Colour Blocker started off selling via the, the, the deal sites, you know, like Groupon, et cetera. And then did you start yeah. selling direct as well? That's Yeah, so that's exactly what happened. So we, we set up Colour Blocker and we were contacted by, you know, some of the big deal sites um, and uh, had some products that um, – we ran through a few flash sales. One of our first products was a um, really cool iPhone stand, which I ended up calling the beach horn. Um, and that ran live. I remember the day it was one of the first products we had go live on a deal site. And I think we ended up selling about 5,000 units in a wow. space of 12 hours. Um, and that's pretty much, um, what enabled me to kind of, you know, move forward in the, in the e-commerce space. Um, I didn't know how on earth we were going to get those products out. Um, but thanks to DHL and a, um, my grandmother, mother, sister-in-law, wife (laughs) and, and, and living room, we, uh, we ended up, uh, you know, spending hours just packing items uh, from our living room, eating dinner together and, um, yeah, getting these items out. um, And I guess that's one of those moments when you're like, thank goodness it's all the same item because otherwise this would be far more difficult. (laughs) 
Yes, and also colours were randomly selected. <laughs> oh, good move. Very good yes, move. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, and so, uh, you know, posting um, items around Australia is always quite tricky. So um, always focused on the lighter items um, and things that could never break. So mm-hmm. silicon was my favourite fa- uh, material of all time <laughs> and still is. <laughs> and so... Um- when you when you finished at Color Blocker, or, or you know what what came after Color Blocker for you then? So yeah, so Color Blocker, as I said, it was um, you know we we still focused on supplying um, products to the deal sites, but um, as time went on, we decided to you know really focus more on you know the real retail side of things and um, offering a range of products to um, you know Australian consumers that were mm-hmm. looking for um, unique products, um, and you know I had a great eye for products that weren't yet in Australia, you know. Um, this was a time when, you know, eBay was pretty much the the main go-to for shopping. Um, you know, Alibaba and AliExpress wasn't really around. Um, and I was a big fan of a site called Fab. I'm not sure if you remember, but... Um, I don't remember that Fab, at all. Fab was uh, an... Ex- Almost exactly what we wanted Color Blocker to be. It was a um, a site that curated, um, you know, well designed products um, and focused on entirely on curation and um, you know providing customers with an experience, not just products, but you know, gave them gave them like a uh, you know, a good feeling when shopping online. And um, that's what we wanted for Color Blocker. We wanted to really kind of provide people with products, but, you know, give them that sense of going into a, you know, exciting shop and um, a, uh, having a great <coughs> experience. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, um, Fab actually, I think they ended up raising 150 mil. Wow. Um, yeah. And um, I think I ended up raising probably about. Hundred and fifty dollars, um, which is a little <laughs> bit different. Um, and I remember signing up to their their email list before they'd even launched, and just watching these beautiful crafted email campaigns come through uh, my inbox. And um, yeah, it was pretty. It was a pretty new concept, so I was a big fan of that. Um, and then it was like even valued at around one billion or something ridiculous um, at one point. And this is why, uh, while I'm like, you know. I'm trying to build Color Blocker. Here's Fab. You know they're valued at one bill. I'm kind of selling similar products. Mm. What do I do? Um, you know, and that's and that's a big thing when you start comparing yourselves to others online. You know, I, yeah. I really try. It's I really a dangerous try, thing uh, to do, isn't it? It it is. It is. Um, anyway, they ended up dropping to around 15 mil a few weeks later, and um, I don't think they exist anymore. So, um, Color Block is still around, thank God. And um, yeah, while um, while we were busy, um, uh, you know, finding great new products to offer to our customers, um, I ended up um, I was ended up actually finding a um, someone over in China, which I'm you know extremely humbled. Um, to have worked with until this day. Um, so we've actually got a office in Shenzhen, mm-hmm. which, uh, takes, um, uh, which helps us out with a lot of our sourcing, QC, um, and, uh, product delivery, um, for wholesale, 
um, which is great. And I'm a big fan of Shenzhen myself. So it's, you know, it's a really good place to be. And especially if you're looking at, you know, private labeling, um, you kind of got to be on the ground. It's, uh, and, um, so I've been working with, um, someone over there for about seven years now, which has been an absolute blessing. It's so much easier when you've got a good contact, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's just unbelievable, and um, uh, it's I I still to this day have no idea how it's happened. <laughs> well, there has to be a good portion of luck in there, I think. So, let's talk about Zoomy. How did you end up going from silicon-based products to interest-free electronics? Sure. Well, um, you know, as I said, I've spent quite a bit of time over in Shenzhen, which is a uh, you know, the Silicon Valley of Asia. And mm-hmm. it's, um, you know, it's just like a, a tech wonderland. Um, and I always had an idea. I've always wanted to uh, build up a brand of consumer electronics that were affordable, but had the same um, standards, uh, quality levels as some of the top brands out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and after personally, you know, visiting um, the factories, um, where products like, you know, Bose and Sennheiser created, um, Mm -hmm. I noticed that, you know, you know, these factories were producing, you know, unbelievable products. And, um, I, you know, really wanted to kind of get, um, our own brand out there to Australians, um, Australians who couldn't, you know, go for the $500 pair of headphones, but still get the same quality. Um, and that's where Zoomy, um, originally started. Um, we did develop a couple of products initially. Um, and, uh, yeah, so the brand was developed. Um, I started that on Shopify, which was, uh, the beginning of my love affair with Shopify. Um, <laughs> I, I'm glad you said that because I was thinking, you said you tested all these platforms, which one won? So, <coughs> so it was Shopify for you. So, yeah, so Colorblock is still on Neato, which is an Australian e-commerce platform. The reason why it's still on Neato is um, it does give us access to FTP. Um, it's got a great export wizard. Um, but, yeah, Shopify is um, probably one of my number one companies in the world. Um, and I just, uh, yeah, uh, every day I just, um, fall deeper in love with them. Um, the app store is incredible. Um, you know, their design, they, they've just got everything you need. And, um, uh, I've now become a partner with them and, um, yeah, I just, I refer every Tom, Dick and Harry to Shopify. If they're, if they're in e-commerce or they're not yet, I just tell them, you know, give it a shot, go for it, see what you can do. Excellent. Well, look, guys who are, you, who are listening, if you want to get a great deal on um, having a go at Shopify and giving it a test, then just head to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash Shopify. Okay, so Dave, we know you're a Shopify lover. We know you are on this mission to bring good quality, reasonably priced electronics into mm-hmm. uh, into Australia. How did you manage to, you know, become number one in the category and grow to seven figures in just, what, four years? Yeah, so um, that's quite an interesting question. Um, I don't really know exactly how it happened, but um, there are a couple of things that I can point out um, that I've learned along the way. Um, awesome. The first thing was... I never realized how powerful um, 
payment solutions could be when it comes to conversion optimization. Because you went um, for interest free, didn't you? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I actually um, spent some time working with Zip. Um, they're one of the leading providers in Australia for buy now, pay later um, options um, oh, cool. at checkout. Yeah. Which is, um, you know, t- in today's uh, society, millennials are obviously moving away from credit card and looking for, you know, f- more flexible way to shop online. Um, so, color, bl- uh, so back to Zoomy. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, we wanted to really kind of put together and, and curate um, a site, which was, I guess you can say, a fashion boutique for tech electronics, um, mm-hmm. which, you know, didn't really exist. It wasn't like going into a big box, you know, retailer. We wanted to select, you know, the products that we knew um, were top end, um, reviewed them and give everyday Australians an option to buy them today and pay later. Um, and that's where zip pay, zip money came in. Um, and yeah, I was just blown away. Um, you know, when you give your customers, um, multiple options to pay, um, they generally, generally will, um, you know, you really need to think about, you know, how people are spending their money online. Um, and offering, solutions like zip um allows them to actually you know purchase quality products um today instead of going for the lower budget products um you know so it's an investment and at the same time you know they get the flexibility to pay it off um you know interest free um and then you know with the whole uh, explosion of bitcoin which um you know everyone kind of got involved in um either earlier or too late, like mm-hmm. my father-in-law. Um, but I was a big fan of Bitcoin, so we introduced BitPay onto the site as well um, and, you know, really kind of honed in on focusing the payment gateways um, as a, you know, enticing factor to shop at Zumi. Um, I find it really fascinating that that's what you, what you kind of worked out four years ago, because in the UK, we are just, just in kind of the last six months and uh, just, just really starting to talk about the importance of payment methods to get the sale and the whole try, try before you buy or buy now, pay later is just starting to bite in the UK. It's, um, Mm. so I think, I think a lot of our listeners are quite fascinating listening to how, how it made such a big difference in your business. Yeah, well, I definitely think that, um, you know, the, you know, the kind of, um, try before you buy the, you know, reverse lay by concepts like, um, Afterpay and, um, you know, in the UK, you've got things like Klarna, I believe Mm -hmm. in the States, you've got a firm, um, zip is kind of like an all in one, um, digital wallet, um, which allows, people uh to actually get approved almost instantly at checkout um so you know when they're checking out at shopify they you know you know just check out log in with facebook and they get approved um pretty much instantly so you've captured that customer they've got a digital wallet they've got you know an account um so you know so you can very confidently shift the goods being pretty confident you're going to get that money (laughs) Well, the, that's the beauty. So, um, 
when it comes to the merchant, there's some huge positives. Number one is that funds are settled immediately the same day. Um, you know, all the frauds handled by, by the, uh, the facility. Um, mm-hmm. uh, another, I mean, like I, I can just go on for days, but like, <laughs> you know, you know, it, it's, it's something that converts browsers into shoppers full stop. Um, if people are umming and ahhing, um, and you know, they think they should purchase something today, it's, you know, it's on sale. They don't want to lose out. You know, they can use their zip account or whatever it might be. Um, it's a massive, massive, uh, uh, winning point when it comes to, you know, black Friday deals, um, Mm -hmm. and people don't want to miss out. And then, um, you know, when it comes to like even like abandoned, abandoned carts, like I'm a huge fan of abandoned carts. Um, like I think seven is is not even enough. <laughs> you, but, you'd um, send seven abandoned cart emails. Oh uh, yeah. Um, wow. Look, I, I'm just trying to be nice. You know, people you know get a lot of emails in their inbox all the time. So, um, and we want to make sure that they you know don't lose lose out on you know what's in stock because um, you know. With Zumi, um, you know, they're high ticket items, you know, we don't carry a lot of stock. I always try I've always tried to run a lean ship. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, um I think just, you know, letting people know that, you know, we still got some stuff in stock and you know, unless they get, you know, irritated, which we really don't find they do, um, especially when you're like kind of informing them, hey, you know, um, you did leave something in your car, but you know you can pay later for it today. So you can actually get the product today and pay over time according to, you know, your needs. And I suppose um, the, the product that you're that, that Zoomi's selling is very much a considered purchase a lot of the time, isn't it? So it would make sense people stick it in the basket and they have a think and they have a think and they're still having a think. So it, it is actually going to be a customer service to send the messages. But have you have you done anything other than email for abandoned cards? Well, you know, like well, Facebook that, ads or push notifications or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just getting, so yeah, I was just getting into it. So, um, you know, obviously email marketing is huge. Um, you know, I've just actually, uh, gotten my teeth into Clavio, um, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, you got your email marketing push notifications, is something I'm a little bit hesitant to try, um, just because I'm, well, I'm not hesitant, but I've just got a lot of other stuff going on. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, it's finding the space, same, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Same with Facebook Messenger, chatbots and all that. You know, you kind of got to, you know, pick and choose um, what you want to do. But um, remarketing. Um, so people that have come to your site and, you know, really taken a look at a product that, you know, might cost a good few hundred dollars, um, remarketing to them on, you know, Facebook using, um, you know, terms like come back, shop today, pay later, you know, interest-free is, you know, a massive way to get them to come back and shop, Um, especially if they've already got their account approved. They literally just, you know, come Mm -hmm. back and check out with Facebook. Like that's that's it. It's like it's as simple as that. Um, So 
that's the um, that's another winning strategy. Um, so, Dave, I've got just just to see where we got to here. I've got three big strategies you learned growing Zoomy so big so fast. One was payment, one was abandoned carts, and one was remarketing. I reckon we've got time for one more before we head into the top tips round. So, what's your what's your fourth big piece of advice for everyone listening? So, I think the fourth piece of, piece of advice is actually probably my number one, which is what really allowed us to kind of stand out from the crowd, cut through um, and take on, you know, some of the bigger competitors in the industry um, selling, you know, the same kind of brands. Like I I thought it was impossible, Mm -hmm. but the way we did it was with our SEO strategy. Um, So, you know, I actually ended up, kind of going all in um, with our SEO focused around our payment solutions on offer. Um, so whether it was, you know, interest-free finance, pay later options, um, you know, want to play now, pay later for your Xbox, um, you know, going for the long tail, um, you know. And all around those payment methods. All around those payment wow. methods. So I've never heard of anyone doing that. That's so cool. Yeah. So essentially, you know, we were going for, we we were actually getting people who were searching for products to pay, you know, for in a certain way, um, which is, you know, like you can't get more specific than that. So they were landing on our site, on our products and we offered them that service with that product. So our, organic traffic um was you know almost up to 60 percent um which was pretty amazing um and uh i could say that yeah don't underestimate the power of seo um it's not as scary as you think it is um and uh yeah just kind of think outside the box um when it comes to Are you looking to increase your sales without a lot of extra work? Omnisend's email and SMS marketing automation platform is tailor-made for e-commerce businesses like you. It's got everything you need to start making more sales immediately, including one-click integrations with the major e-commerce platforms and super easy migration from your existing email marketing platform. They even have award-winning all-human 24-7 customer support who will help you out in under six minutes. No more trying to get past the chatbot. Omnisend is trusted by over 70,000 e-commerce brands and me. Yes, we run our email marketing on the Omnisend platform. Ready to join us? Well, sign up for a free account at ecmp.info forward slash Omnisend and use the code masterplan2022 to save 15% on paid plans when you need them. You know, optimising your keywords. All right, Dave, you've just given us four brilliant pieces of advice. We're now going to move into the top tips round to see if you can give us even more advice. Uh, so I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. So Dave, the first one is the book top tip. If everyone <sighs> listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? Uh, well, um, that's a pretty tricky question because I'm a total sucker for books. Um I try and read at least one a week, but I'm wow. generally re- re- reading about five at, at once. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to business uh, strategy books, I 
tend to move away from that and go podcast all the way. Um, and uh, for that, I use Overcast, um, which is a great app. You can listen to podcasts at, you know, 1.5, two times the speed, which is awesome. And, um, you know, what better way to get, you know, business advice and tips than actually hearing, you know, the experts themselves, um, you know, chat. And, uh, you know, you're almost like, you're, you know, today we have the privilege of like literally sitting in the same room and listening to the experts in the field talk about um, whatever it is. Um, but some books that I can recommend that I'm loving at the moment, um, I would say definitely, um, I know this is a one that's probably come around a bit too often, but, um, if it wasn't for Tim Ferriss's four hour work week, um, I probably wouldn't be able to have run color blocker, um, and Zumi, um, as I have done so, because I've, you know, really taken, um, you know, using VAs to, to another level and, um, you know, being able to run a lean kind of machine. So definitely the four hour work week, um, how to win friends and influence people. You got to read it at least twice. Um, I think, and, uh, I need to do another rerun of that sometime soon. Um, homo deus actually not business related, but it's, uh, insane, by Valerari, the same guy who did Sapiens. And um, I'm just about to finish Nudge and Daring Greatly, which is, uh, yeah, well worth a read as well. You've just given so, us so many ideas there, but I have, to, I can't, after that, that glowing point of view <laughs> on podcasts, I can't let us move on to the next top tip without you giving us one podcast recommendation. So which podcast shows, obviously, other than this one, um, has, got, has got you really into it at the moment? Yeah. So look, I'm a big fan, obviously of yours. Um, you know, Kurt Elstar from the unofficial Shopify podcast. Um, he's a legend. So, um, I listen to his uh, stuff quite a bit. Um, and, um, you know, I kind of mix it up a bit. Like I listen to James Altucher, um, you know, Joe Rogan, I go through it all. Rhonda, Rhonda Patrick. So yeah, whatever it is, um, you know, I just try and kind of listen to the stuff that I don't want to listen to. It's like, it's like me trying to read fiction. I'm trying to read fiction all the time, but it's just not happening. Cool. Okay. Let's move on to the traffic top tip then. Which marketing method, Dave, do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? Okay. Well, I am all about organic. Um, paid ads are definitely not my thing these days. Um, so SEO by far, um, it's, you can compete with the big boys using SEO strategies. Um, uh, some tips for um, ways of, you know, really kind of uh, killing it with SEO is, you know, using Google as the number one tool. So, um, you know, just search for whatever it is that your customers might be searching for in Google. Have a look at what, you know, the competitors um that are paying for ads are using what, what key terms they, they have in their ads, you know, and just, you know, really just copy it and appropriate it, make it better and put those in your, um, your titles. Um, and, you know, don't forget Google has, you know, autocompletes and, you know, search suggestions, you know, 
they're always great to include in your content. Um, You're so right. There is just so much you can learn just from the Google search engine itself. I'm so glad you mentioned that one. Right, the tool top tip. Maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day? You know what? I look for that every single day. I'm still scrolling on Product Hunt as we speak. But... um, (laughs) Uh, um, you know, as I said, Google, what could you do without Google, Google docs, Google sheets, Google everything. Um, um, you know, with, uh, working together with guys overseas. Um, yeah. So we have Google sheets, um, you know, Google docs, um, you know, commenting calendars, um, big fan of Google, um, you know, Trello and Asana use occasionally, but yeah. It's all about the Google. It's all about the Google. Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess uh, I could say just try not to use too many apps. I think that's the biggest problem. Um, yeah, focusing is a good good move, isn't it, when it comes to the tools? Actually commit yeah, to yeah. some. I'm a big fan of, of Feedly, which is great for just, um, you know, keeping up to date with some, you know, the great po- uh, blogs that are out there and also um, Pocket. So just to save uh, some articles when you want to read in your free time. Cool. Okay, the growth top tip. If you met someone today who's focused on growing their e-commerce business from 100 orders per month to 1,000, what would be your number one tip for them? Well, I'd probably um, check in with them to see if they really want 1,000 orders. Like, do they need 1,000 orders to, you know, be as profitable, Um, you know? maybe they could do it with the hundred orders that they've already got, um, by increasing their AOVs, um, you know, things like that. Um, you know, because scaling obviously means, you know, more overheads, working capital, um, more risk. Um, so, I mean, for me, you know, I'm kind of, you know, really risk averse. So I'd definitely say, have a look at that. Um, but going back to payment solutions, definitely offer payment like like whatever payment method that's available out there because you don't want people coming to your shop and not being able to buy something just because they don't have one credit card that you offer or they don't have a paypal account or whatever it might be um and uh yeah, just look look at what's worked in the past and just, you know, focus focus on that. Great advice. Yeah, again, I love the fact you challenged the question too. I think you're the first person to do that and I think that's a top piece of advice. Right, Master Plan World, you can find all those top tips and links to all the many, many tips and tools that Dave's been chatting with me about today by heading over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast where you will see a link to the show. Now, Dave, before we say goodbye, I mentioned very briefly in the intro that you're currently working with a range of e commerce businesses if anyone wants your help and wants to get in contact with you what's the best way for them to go about doing that um yeah no worries well um you can hit me up on linkedin so it's just my profile is mr dave diamond um on linkedin um i am working on my own you know um uh, wordpress site at the moment so that's uh, should be up and running pretty shortly it's just dave diamond.co um and the email is contact at dave diamond.co um, and, um, yeah, if you want to check out colorblocker.com.au, um, you can get in touch with, with us there. If you're looking for help, um, you know, sourcing products or looking to get started, you know, drop shipping, um, yeah, hit us up over there and, um, yeah, 
the cactus watches as well. Keep an eye out for that one. Um, so if you're looking for, you know, a Christmas gift for the kids, check it out. I love it. I'll make sure there's links to all of those things in the show notes. Masterplan World, you can find those at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast or head to the website, click on the podcast tab or use the search box. Dave, you have been an absolute legend today. It has been a pleasure talking to you and I've got so many ideas from our chat. I'm sure the audience will be brimming over with ideas too. So thank you for coming on. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much, Chloe. I really do appreciate it. It's been an absolute pleasure and honour. I love it when I get to kind of do almost like a masterclass chat with someone who's been there, done that. And Dave certainly has such great advice um such an interesting story too but those those four key points he was giving us around payment methods being a great way to improve conversion rate optimization his a fascination with abandoned carts i can't believe he's taken it to seven emails but hey if you don't test it you never know um remarketing on people who are still considering that purchase especially on Facebook is what he mentioned. And then the fourth one, which he said was his number one, was to get that correct SEO strategy to really take over the category space. And then, oh man, I can't even repeat, that's ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash summit 176. Have a great week and keep optimizing. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at e-commerce